Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring in Seattle, and this is my first time recording on the new improved Anchor. It hasn't been working the last few days, so I'm hoping this recording actually works. I am mostly focused on taking care of my diabetic cat right now. He is not severely diabetic. He is... His blood sugar ideally should be between 1 and 200, and when I've checked him a few times, it's been between 220 and 266. At the vet's once, he was 319. That was a few weeks ago. He was stressed out at the vet, and they told me that blood sugar tends to rise if a cat or dog is stressed out at the vet. So it's more accurate to test his blood sugar at home. I've been using a glucometer. I tested my own blood sugar and my cat's blood sugar just to kind of do a comparison uh, because I'm not diabetic and so mine was lower than my cat's. And it's not safe to give him insulin unless I test his blood sugar first and then give him an insulin shot with food and then wait a few hours and test him again to make sure his sugar isn't getting too low. And if it is, then I'm supposed to feed him his regular food, ideally, which is a healthy, balanced raw meat diet. One of my soapboxes is uh, nutrition uh, for humans and pets. Both human doctors, unless they're specializing in nutrition or holistic medicine, like naturopathic human doctors and holistic veterinary medicine doctors, they seem to know a lot about nutrition and the power of nutrition and how your immune system is really the key to your health, whether you're a cat, a dog, or a human, and probably all other animals as well. Your immune system is very important. And I think that my cat would be a lot more diabetic If I fed him a high-carb diet, he doesn't get any dry kibble. I used to feed him grain-free, but I switched to a raw meat diet about 14 months ago and his because they told me he might be diabetic. And then I used urine strips to test him, and they were showing that it was normal. So I was thinking that he was going into remission and better. But then recently I realized again that he was... Uh, starting to drink a lot more water again, because when I first switched him to his raw meat diet, he his poop changed overnight. He used to have really stinky poo that was kind of not really diarrhea, but kind of runny and kind of gross. And he just seemed a little uncomfortable when he was pooping. And when I switched him to raw meat, and thankfully he immediately liked it. Um, sometimes cats don't like raw meat at first, and they, they sniff it, and they're like, what is this? Uh, My dad's cat, for instance, won't even touch raw meat, and I don't know why. But my cat, as soon as I fed him raw meat, he's like, oh, wow, where has this been all my life? So he acted like he loved it so much. So his poop overnight, like within really two or three meals of the raw meat, his first poop basically after raw meat was this cute little brown poop that hardly smelled at all, and it seemed to come out of it come out of his body very easily and he looked comfortable and I, you know, because I observed him. Um, So his digestive system seems to be better and I've recently added digestive enzymes into the mix. The holistic vet, I took my cat to the regular vet and the holistic vet both and both of them agree that he needs insulin. Even the holistic vet who says most, uh, a lot of cats and dogs can go into remission if you feed them really, really good nutritionally balanced like raw meat diet or really organic canned food and no dry kibble. 
And the only dry food snacks he gets is dehydrated meat, like just, just regular um, chicken or fish or beef liver, just meat basically that's dehydrated so it doesn't have any carbs added to it or any weird preservatives or anything fake. Um, so just pure meat. So his poop improved and digestive enzymes seem to be helping him. He recently gained four ounces. He needs to gain some weight. He's about, um, he was 11 pounds and he went down to 10 pounds. He probably, his ideal weight would be 11 or 12 pounds maybe. So he's gained a little bit of weight. I might get him a scale that weighs ounces, but I was going to say one of my, one of my soapboxes is nutrition. I myself, uh, was on thyroid medication and I stopped eating all wheat and then I didn't need the thyroid medication anymore, the doctor told me. And that's just because I stopped eating wheat and cut also mostly all grains. I don't really eat very much rice. Every once in a while I have rice or quinoa and I do eat potatoes, but I don't eat any wheat. Um, so like no bread, no pasta, no crackers, no cookies, none of that. I still love ice cream. That's like one my my one junk food that I love is ice cream, um, which I have sometimes. But uh, I try to get the whole fat real ice cream, not the fake stuff. But I'm feeding my cat uh, venison, turkey, chicken, lamb, beef. Rabbit is his favorite. Um, he gets lots of meats. I get him at the health food pet store. I've also made my own raw meat for him by grinding up muscle meat with raw liver, raw heart, salmon oil. There's taurine in the chicken hearts. And um, like, you know, when you buy an orange and eat it, it has vitamin C in it, but it doesn't say on the orange vitamin C because somebody asked me, how does your cat get enough taurine in his raw meat diet? Because canned cat food has a list of all the vitamins. But when you get raw meat, it doesn't have a list of all the B vitamins in the meat and all of the minerals in the meat. It's just real food. They do add vitamin E supplement and they do add taurine into some of the raw meat diets. Um, but they also add, and they add eggshells and or bones, but bones are high in phosphorus. So basically, I sometimes give them some raw meat that has bones ground up into it, but somebody said that that might be too much phosphorus for his system. He needs calcium and magnesium, I guess. So basically, you can grind up eggshells. And so I've made his own pet food for him, but because I'm not sure if the balance is quite right, I rotate it. So I mostly <clears throat> give him health food raw meat diet from the health food pet store that I know is nutritionally balanced for all life stages. Dr. Karen Becker is a holistic vet online who has a lot of good advice about this. And for my own self, I eat mostly whole real foods. And it's just weird to me that people think that cats and dogs are fine eating processed food in a can, whereas humans realize that if they just ate canned food all the time, like canned meat byproducts in a can, it would be a lot better to actually have real fresh meat. Of course, humans, we need to cook our meat. Bacteria in the meat, cats and dogs can handle, and in fact, they can digest raw meat more easily than cooked meat. So that's why I give him raw meat and not cooked meat. Um, and I also sprinkle digestive enzymes. Actually, humans can have digestive enzymes too in order to help them digest better. But he, do, he does seem to be doing better with the digestive enzymes. And I've given him insulin only once because I'm having a hard time checking, pricking his ears with a needle. Long story. But I'm going to have somebody help me hopefully this Sunday. And I'm going to start giving him insulin again, um, half a unit once or twice a day, depending on if my work schedule allows it. But it's not safe to leave a cat alone 
alone, if you give them insulin and you're just starting out, you need to make sure they don't get low blood sugar because that could be fatal. They could have seizures, they could go unconscious, go into a coma, and if they're by themselves, they might not realize that they need to eat something. So the human needs to be there to give them Worst case scenario is you have to give them honey in their mouth or rush them to the vet and then they give them uh, glucose uh, fluids to get their sugar back up. So I don't want to play the game of going up and down a roller coaster ride of his blood sugar getting high and low, high and low, high and low. That would stress out his system. So basically my pet peeve is I, I, th I just think that um, if I was king of the world, veterinary medicine for animals as well as human medicine for humans would be... Um, way more an emphasis would be placed upon nutrition and the immune system and feeding um, pets and people the best food possible for their nutritional balance to get their immune system at its highest functioning level. I know some people don't want to eat healthy, but I do. I'm motivated to eat healthy and I'm willing to put in a lot of effort to way I feed my cat. It's kind of a hassle, but he loves it and he's healthier for it. So I'm willing to do that. So I guess I'm kind of a nutrition nerd. So I eat really healthy and I take ashwagandha, which is an herb. I just recently started Wellbutrin again. So I'm not against for depression and anxiety. I'm not against medication and surgery and Western medicine. I believe in synthesizing both alternative holistic natural medicine, nutritionally based naturopathic type medicine, holistic medicine, like Andrew Weil, Dr. Andrew Weil is somebody I admire, uh, believes in bridging the gap between Western allopathic medicine, which is mostly about drugs and surgery and treating disease, um, with uh, more natural medicine, which is emphasizing preventative care, which is if you eat really healthy food and you take vitamins and minerals or whatever you need and you get exercise and you have a healthy lifestyle, you're less likely to get a disease. But if you require drugs or surgery, then you do the drugs and the surgery or the herbs and you, in, you in addition, make sure that you're continuing to eat healthy uh, to help your immune system do its best to try to heal you because the body naturally wants to be healthy. So instead of injecting my cat with insulin blind shooting, which the vet said is okay if I can't test his ear, just give him insulin anyway, uh, I've read too many stories online of people, the holistic vets that don't do that, the holistic vet said don't give him insulin unless you know his level first because you got to be careful with low blood sugar. And the mainstream vet was like, well, that's ideal, but you know, just give him insulin if you can't do his ear and then just bring him to the vet to have them check him every once in a while. But the thing is, it stresses him out to go to the vet. So, And the, so his blood sugar naturally goes up at the vet. So what I was going to say was, Right now he's doing okay. He eats, he sleeps, he pees, he poops, he plays with me. Um, he's resting right now. He looks like he's content. I feed him a lot. I feed him several meals a day because he needs to gain weight. So I want to very, very, very cautiously give him insulin, half a unit, once or twice a day. The vet said it's best to do it every 12 hours. You can't do it any sooner than 12 hours because it could overlap and give him too much insulin. She suggested one unit per day or one unit per 
per injection. But I'm going to be really cautious because his blood sugar is, some cats have like three, four, five, six hundred blood sugar. His blood sugar is, is always under 300. So it only needs to really get between one to 200 for him to be ideally healthier so that he could basically absorb his food. Because what's happening right now is he's, he's a little bit starving. Like I feed him a lot and I feed him several small meals a day because if I feed him large meals, he tends to throw up. So I feed him several small meals per day. So thank you for listening. I will just continue on with this um, treating of my cat. And I have a busy schedule modeling for art students and medical students. And so I'm trying to balance that out with taking the best care of my cat that I can, making sure that my health is okay, my mental health is okay, because I have anxiety and depression and OCD and various issues. And I'm doing a really good job trying to balance all of this and make sure I eat healthy and get exercise. I'm taking ashwagandha, vitamin B complex, vitamin D, um, eating, you know, mostly fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and some occasionally grass-fed meat if I can. And protein shakes with um, raw hemp protein with no sugar added. And uh, thank you for listening. Um, I recently tried electrolyte water. I really liked that. Um, but I mostly drink artesian well water from a place near Seattle, which is really healthy with no chlorine and no fluoride. So I'm also into drinking really healthy water. Fortunate that I live in a place that has such amazing water. Thank you for listening. I'm really into nutrition. So this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle. And look, look for me online. I have Instagram and a bunch of different blogs. And I do photography and art modeling. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.